All right, we back. We back. How you feeling? Oh, feeling good. You know. You sure? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, we got the first one out the way. Wait, mm-hmm. first, first of all, you are now tuned in with Derek and Deja. We're back for the second second episode. We're back for the second episode. Oh man. It was quite a journey to get the first one out. Yes. It was quite a journey. A lot of evenings. You did great. A lot of by evenings. Way. A lot of evenings up. You know what I'm saying? A lot of editing, things like that. But we got that one out the way. Mm-hmm. And it really feels good, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not new for you. Uh, Something like that. Mm-hmm. But it's been a long time. It's new with a partner. Yeah. And yeah. And it's never been this before. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? It was sitting in front of a desk by myself. You want to speak on it? No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we can get more into, like, our personal stuff as time goes on, but mm-hmm. I don't know. Okay. Not right now, for sure. Okay. You know? Too soon? Nah, we good, we good. Not for the second date? Nah, not second date. <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, how did, how did you feel about the first episode? Um, personally, um, I felt like it was amazing. Mm-hmm. I did get a lot of critiques back from, you know, people that watched it. They reached out to me, you know, um, even stuff that we talked about, you know, amongst each other, you know, I need to, you know, speak more, mm-hmm. um, but not too much, you know, not too much, you know, um, but, um, what else? I think that one of the things that you had told me mm-hmm. was that I needed to take my do-rag off. Mm-hmm. And I didn't take my do-rag off. And then I was looking back at it, and I was like, damn, I, I really should have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, <clears throat> I mean, we were, we were really casual. Yeah. We were really casual. I didn't have socks on for some reason. I had on two mismatched socks. Yeah. So, so <laughs> like, so just that for sure. Like, uh-huh. just, uh, you know, wanting to present ourselves better. And then, other than that, I mean... Still casual though. We're not saying we're about to be dolled up every time we do these videos. We're still gonna be realistic. I mean, because I have on sweats. We can we can do <laughs> we can do a little something. Uh, yeah, I mean you can bring out the drip. You can be the one yeah. that handles that aspect, and I'm just gonna remain. You, nah, DJ. you gonna you gonna you gonna bring it out too. <laughs> every once in a while, not all the time. Yeah, yeah. But no, nah, like I think it was a good episode. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was a good length. I think we really dove into the topics well, mm-hmm. but I know I said like a lot, and I know I said, you know what I'm saying, a lot. <laughs> so we were talking about, I wouldn't call it a pre-production meeting, but we were talking about that before, and we were just like, and I said like again. <laughs> You're going to keep catching us. <laughs> and we were, just, we were just talking about how, you know what I'm saying, like things we needed to improve on, but... But overall, it was a it was a great episode. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like it was received well, and it's just something that I feel proud of. Oh yeah, you know. Oh yeah, you do too. Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> what's up. So, so yeah, man, just just trying to to put out this content. Um, we're in a good space. What we're gonna try to do, at least in the beginning, is we're gonna try to put out an episode once a week. Mm-hmm. So. As of right now, we've been recording on the weekend, so we're going to try to get episodes out moving forward, like on Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So, I would say I would say Monday, 
But we'll we'll see how it goes this week, and then we'll go forward. Yeah. Go, from, uh, go forward from there. So. Cause I know we have a lot to do this weekend. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But all right, all right, let's get into these topics, man. Yeah, you ready? What's the, yeah. What's the first thing that we had? Okay. Um. We can play a little game. You wanna do that? What's the game? The Kevin Gates trivia oh, question. Oh, the Kevin Gates trivia. Yeah, let's go ahead and do it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, let me read the question. <laughs> Are you ready for it? Yeah, let's go. Okay, so he put out. He said, I have six eggs. I broke two. I fried two. I ate two. How many do I have left? And and, and how many do you think are left? Just going based off of this. Uh-huh. So he's saying, I broke two. So to me, I no longer have that anymore. I put those in the trash. I don't have those eggs anymore. Mm-hmm. I fried two, so technically you still have two eggs. I haven't made them. I haven't done anything. Mm-hmm. And then you say, I ate two. Those are gone. Those are in my belly. Mm-hmm. No longer here. So technically, I have two eggs left out of the six. You think you have two left? I say two. All right. I'm going to say four. Why? Here's the thing. Look at the order mm-hmm. that he said the things in. Oh, geez. What's hold that, on, Pim Doss? No, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I was just talking about Pim Dawson class. But look, no, no, no. Look at the order mm-hmm. that he said everything in, right? Okay. Oh. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you have six eggs, right? Let's say mm-hmm. I had a batch of six eggs mm-hmm. and I went and I grabbed two of them. What do I have to do before I can fry Shut them? Shut up. Hold on. Before I fry them, what I got to do? <laughs> you have to break them. I got to break them. Mm-hmm. Then I fry them. Then I eat them. And I only ate two eggs. All three of those things were happening to the same two eggs. You have four eggs left. And that's what I and that's what I was gonna talk about uh, yesterday, but I didn't say. It. What the heck? What do you think? That makes sense, yeah. but I feel like mine makes sense as well. If those, you want to break it down, as in dealing with all six eggs, you broke two. I put those in the trash. I broke two. Mm-hmm. I fried two, and I ate two. Mm-hmm. I mean, but it's about. I really feel like it's about the order, though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or I could say I have two legs left, or I can also have say I have four eggs left. I broke two, I put those two in the trash, then I fried two, so I got them on the side because I fried them, and then I ate two because I could have boiled them or whatever the case may be. No, I'm still saying it's two because I ate it. It's gone now. I'm, I'm sorry, I messed myself up. It's all happening to the same two eggs. That makes sense. Break, fry, eat. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. And so once I had like, because at first I was like. I feel like the entire time I said we had four left. Mm-hmm. I feel like I had said that as soon as I as soon as I um had seen it, but the thing was I was thinking about it from a different perspective. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking like the two eggs that I broke, I still have them. But then mm-hmm. I then, but then like later That's on what I you was, was saying, yeah. But then later on I was like, "Nah, you know what? Because of the order like you now he's saying like break, break fry eat." You know what I'm saying? So you still got four left. I did not think of it that way. There you go. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Solve the mystery, man. Oh, God. Scooby-Doo over here. Nah. <laughs> I still say two. I'm sticking well, to my answer. Listen, where are you wrong? <laughs> where are you wrong, Because I'm not about to go in the trash and get my two out. Like <laughs> it, Nothing went in the trash. Stop saying that. He broke two. No, he broke two to, to when fry I say them. When I say I broke two, like, dang, I broke two. He broke two to fry them, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, but let's let's move on, man. <laughs> let's move on. Um, yeah, so uh, we were going to... We were going to watch Atlanta, and we were going to uh, talk about Atlanta. 
Um, man, myself personally, I've been a huge fan of of, of Donald Glover, mm-hmm. you know, or Childish Gambino, and you know, from music to to stand up to acting in community to acting, um, not acting but writing on Thirty Rock, you know, I've just been a huge fan, and um, he 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 started writing and producing and acting in Atlanta. And so we started watching Atlanta together. I started watching it with my family, you know what I'm saying? And so it's been a really big thing for me. And we've been waiting for like two years, two years, but maybe this- maybe even longer. I feel like it's been longer, probably like three years. Yeah, for sh- it's, it's for sure been I three started years. watching it once, you know, you came in my life. So it's like it's only been about a year mm-hmm. since I've been into it. Mm-hmm. So it's definitely been three years at least, and so finally, finally, it it's come out. But they filmed season three and season four. Mm-hmm. So what they're gonna do? They're gonna they're gonna run season three in the fall, and then go back to back and run season four. Mm-hmm. No, no, they're gonna run season three in the spring and then run season four in the fall. Mm-hmm. So we're not gonna have to wait for the next season. So we were gonna talk about that tonight, but what we're gonna do? We're gonna talk about that on the next episode mm-hmm. all right but i can let me just say one thing mm-hmm. about uh donnie glover donald glover donald glover mm-hmm. so i thought childish gambino was a different person i thought that was his um like look-alike you thought it was a look-alike yeah i didn't know <laughs> it was the same he like straight up hannah montana me like i really thought these were two different people and then yeah i have no idea how you how you come to that conclusion i was really thinking like dang he looked like that dude that seen that song uh red red bone probably red bone yeah. <laughs> or probably at, time, at that time it was like 3005 or something that mm-hmm. song because it was before red bone so whatever was before that and i was just like dang he showed sure dude 3005 like was a great song yep <laughs> It was a really great song. That's when people was, didn't really listen to him, though. Like, mm. people started listening to him after Redbone. Like, right. and then, boom, he was in everywhere. But, yeah, 3005, that's when I was really listening to him. And then, yeah, that's when he handled Montana. Man. Speaking of stands from that last episode, man, I've been listening to Childish Gambino since <laughs> <laughs> before everybody was listening to Childish Gambino. You know what I'm saying? I was really putting in the work, man, but... But no, nah, but seriously though, uh, three thousand five was a great song. Oh yeah, it was a great song. I went to Target, and I bought I bought that album because because of the internet. You know that what I'm saying? Target. Because of the internet, yeah, I went to Target. You're the real version, not the Walmart not brand. Not the Walmart edited. <laughs> nah, I had to. Go. I didn't know it was a difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> hey, probably probably pull it out a little bit. Yeah, but like, no, nah, it for sure is a difference, man. I remember when um. The Drake album, the first one, Thank Me Later, mm-hmm. came out when we were like like sophomores in high school. I left my house. Look, I knew that my um I don't feel like my my, my parents were gonna buy it for me. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like I don't know, something was going on, but okay. I ended up going like leaving the high school and walking all the way to the Walmart from my house. You know what I'm saying? The fact that they let you leave the high school. No, 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 after school. Oh, I'm like, no. bro, you, you straight skipping but walking. No, no, like, no, I've never, I, well, I've never skipped school like that. You know what I'm saying? I skip, like, classes from time to time, mm-hmm. but I've never, like, just, just full-out skipped school before. 
So, so I, uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I had walked to the Walmart, which is like a 30 minute walk, went and bought the CD, walked back home, like, because I was such a huge fan at the time. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, everything, but, but it was edited. So from that point, you know, everything is target version. Walmart, no, <laughs> not at all. You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. but back to Childish Gambino, man, just like, you know, a really great artist. And, um, the 3005 song was big. Um, he said that he knew that song was going to be a hit because when they were playing it over and over again, he said it started to like get on his nerves. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And he was like, all right, that's that's the one that's going to be the that's hit. That's like that skater song, though. When skater? You think about, mm-hmm. Like what? Like if you go to the roller rink and everything, that will be a song that will always play. 2005? Mm-hmm. Man, I'll be going to Redbird Skater Rink, but they be playing ratchet shit. <laughs> They be playing ratchet shit, bro. See, like, I don't even know how to skate. You don't know how to skate? Mm-mm. Like rollerblade? Yeah. Like rollerblade or like regular like skate? Both. You don't know how to do either? I've always been like shaky and scared when I get up and trying to skate. And I'm like, forget it. And then my wow. sister broke her wrist while skating. I broke my wrist rollerblading See? in second grade. And then after that, I was like, you know what? I'm good. <laughs> No, nah, I'm back out there. No. I'm back out there doing it again. No, I was the one that was holding on to the wall, going around. Yeah, I was that person. Like, uh-uh. Wow, that's crazy. We have to go skating. Mm. We have to go skating for sure. So my grown ass can fall. No, yes, you got to <laughs> Hey, you gotta push through it. All right, you going to be out there with me? Yes. All right, we'll see. You got it. We'll see. Skating, like, skating. You never wanted to ice skate? I've been ice skating, and I was actually, when we was, like, in elementary and mm-hmm. then I was actually good at it. You know, eventually you get the hang of it. I guess because it's one blade. And so you just got to catch your balance. Were you, like, putting your, like, legs in See, like this? See, that was a long and, time ago. I'm not yeah. sure. It's probably, that's, that's probably what it was. Because mm-hmm. if you, like, put your legs in a little bit, mm-hmm. it, it helps you from, like, like from like falling over. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But, man, that's crazy. <laughs> you don't know how to yeah, skate. Yeah, I don't know. Man. Man. We'll probably make a video about that. About skating? Teaching me how to skate. Hey, I'm down for it. We got to go to Redbird, though. Yeah. We, we got to call up everybody, though. Everybody going to come. Our group of people. Uh-huh. Let's see. That'd be different. I can do both. So. <laughs> you can do both? For oh, sure. Oh, jeez. Yeah. All right, bet. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll make a day of it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Man, we veered very far off. <laughs> But no, but uh, but going back to the topic, just just real quick, like, but yeah, so Atlanta, Atlanta's coming out. Um, I'm really excited for it. Mm-hmm. It's a really great series. So anybody that hasn't seen Atlanta, like, go watch it. I know it's on Hulu. Um, you can probably watch it other ways as well. But it's definitely, definitely something that you want to watch. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like. It, it it actually takes place in Atlanta, which is where uh, Donald Glover is from. And it really just, like, adds a lot of context to, like, the black experience. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then somebody who's an intelligent person living the black experience, mm-hmm. but still dealing with the things that the common, like, black person has to deal with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, still being judged, still being, like, in the hood, still having, like, uh, people treating you a certain type of way yeah. because they have these preconceived notions about you. Yeah, let's not talk about it though. Let's wait until next week because it's a lot of stuff. Because I actually been traveled to Atlanta before, mm-hmm. and comparing the two, yeah, we have a lot to discuss because I was not ready just to see Atlanta for myself. 
Is this is this a, is this like good or bad? Both. Man, all right, real, uh, real quick, real mm-hmm. quick. So I went to it. I went to Atlanta. Wow. All right. So <laughs> I went to I went to Atlanta. Um, my um sophomore year in college, mm-hmm. and I was like in um Atlantic City. That's mm-hmm. a, that's a place, right? Yeah. So I was in Atlantic City. Um, I went there for like a job interview. Um, and. So I didn't really get to see the outskirts. Mm-hmm. Like we had left and went to get some pizza, so we kind of saw like the neighborhoods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But the part that I was in, it was real cool. And then um, I just know like as we were going, like they have the different uh, the different um, HBCUs and stuff out there. Mm-hmm. They have the colleges. Yeah, like that's exactly what I want to touch on. Yeah, and then mm. it's like it's just like a bunch of black people out there like doing their thing. Like every. Every everybody that I know is talking about Atlanta being like this black hub, entrepreneurship, professionalism, mm-hmm. all these things that you want to see. So, I mean, it sounds like a good place to be at, you know. What do you think? You trying to go? Uh, we can visit. I will mm-hmm. not move. Why wouldn't you move there? Oh no 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 no. Why wouldn't you move to Atlanta? Um, because it's like it's no middle ground. You know, here is like. The upper class, the middle class, and the lower class. I feel like in Atlanta, is either you got it or you don't. There's mm. no middle ground out there. So you're saying it's like no, like, like no suburb? What I saw, I'm just going based off what I saw when I was out there. So I went, we was on the outskirts mm-hmm. of, of, you know, yeah, the outer layer of it. And then we also mm-hmm. visit where the HBCUs, both um, colleges were at. So you're able to see everything. So the inner city and the outer skirts. Mm-hmm. And literally, you go onto the campus. Like, this is the schools. This is the hood. Like, my drink is the hood. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, it's like that. And then two seconds away, I go to my cousin's apartment. And he has a, this is a nice area. You back in a nice area. Like, literally, it's like hop in the hood, hop mm. in a nice part, hop again, you in the hood. It's like, God, like homeless people everywhere. I mean, that's like over here. No, though. it was just like in the middle of the day, you got herds of homeless people just so, right there. Okay, so look, but look, but look, real quick, right? Mm-hmm. That's just like here. I don't like, think so. Okay, no, no, no. So, okay, where I'm at right now, right? Yes. It's not. It's not like bad, mm-hmm. like where I'm at specifically, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, where I work at, mm-hmm. okay, just a, a few blocks over, you know what I mean? Um, it's a school, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then a block from the school, it's just a bunch of homeless people. Sure. You go right down that street, right? We're at that. Uh, mm-hmm. we're at that. The the malls, the the, the shops at on Park Lane, mm-hmm. where you have all the all the wealthy people shopping. True. You see what I'm saying? It's like street by street, the entire like like demographic. But the way is they describe, um, like they paint this picture for you about Atlanta, like it's the like utopia of black excellence. Like everyone out there that has a name that's about to be something goes out there. But when you go out there, they don't tell you about this other part either. I mean, yeah, and but, it's like, gosh. Yeah, but that's everywhere though. Like even when we had gone to Austin, you know what I'm saying? A lot mm-hmm. of homeless people out there. True. Same thing with like being in Houston, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it's just that's just that's just something that I've noticed like everywhere for the most part. True. You know what I mean? Definitely. Yeah, I'm thinking about Austin again. 
Yeah, we're just going down main streets. Mm-hmm. Busy streets where, you know, everything is located and just tents everywhere. Right. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, and then I heard, like, L.A. is like that, too. Hmm. They said the homelessness problem is ridiculous. So, I mean, that's just something that's, that's everywhere, really. And so, I mean, just talking about it, we didn't even, like, plan on talking about it, but... Mm-hmm. That's something that kind of needs to be addressed. Oh, yeah. You know, because I've seen homeless people do some really wild, really wild shit. You know what I mean? And, you know, not to, like, put anybody in a, in a box and start, like, trying to uh, stereotype people mm-hmm. or categorize them. But, you know, some people who are homeless aren't aren't mentally well. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, a, it's, like a, it's like a hazard. It can be a hazard, potentially. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It can be dangerous, potentially. And so that's something that needs to be addressed here because even even down the street where we have the school, right? We have the school and then a, and this, the next street over is just a ton of homeless people. It's like a lot of those kids walk home. Like this is, they're not from the suburbs, right? Some, so like this is their community. Mm-hmm. Like this is where they walk to. They walk to the store. They walk to get something to eat. Like they're literally walking like, and in an area that's kind of like semi-dangerous. Are you saying because it's dangerous because of homeless people out here? Or are you saying it's dangerous based off the area? It's dangerous, period. But, like, again, because of, like, the mental health aspect of it, mm-hmm. like, that's that's an element. Like, the homeless people, like, just being out is, like, something that could be an issue. True. But it's not really the homeless people I have to worry about that when I fear about my safety. Mm-hmm. It's the people that look like me and you. Like normal people. I'm not talking about race or anything. I'm talking about normal people. They the ones that's going to rob you before the homeless person rob you. So I'm really not scared. You know, when I see a homeless person, I have to walk by somebody. Or No, it's the one that looked like he got agility. And he's going to come up and take your purse or whatever the case may be. Come behind you, knock you out, trying to rob you. Mm. Those are the ones you got to watch out for. It's not the homeless people. Hey, you got to watch out for everybody. Exactly. Bro. But it's like, don't just, I, I don't want us to just put it out there as in like, watch out for the homeless people. It might be a dangerous area because there's more homeless people there. Mm. No. Most of the time, they're trying to get some money. They're trying to get something to eat. They ain't not even worried about you. Like, either you going to help me or no. I've seen some aggressive, listen, this, I mean, just the other day, like, mm-hmm. what was it, today or yesterday? I was saying like this guy was really aggressive, like with like, like give me some money. Um, like he was he was in the he wasn't like uh in the median or like on the sidewalk. He was like walking in between the two like the lane, like walking in between the lane with yeah. two cars and he was like really looking in the window like like give me something. Mm-hmm. Going window to window, looking at you dead ass, like right up on your car, like give me something. Mm-hmm. And so that was kinda like you know what I mean? But can you blame a dog? Cause how many times have people drove by him and was like, just act like they don't see, see him? So at that point, they like... Can I, can I blame him? Yeah, because at that point, he really needs help. It's not like he don't need help. He really needs help. And so it's like he bringing attention like, bro, help me. I know you see me. I'm getting tired of being ignored. Someone will help a dog before they help a, you know, an actual human being. You're right. Mm-mm. You're right. It's something I wanted to say toward that, but I'm going to let it go. Mm. You're right. I don't know. But people aren't like that. Yeah. Now, I mean, I've seen some crazy stuff, though. I don't, I'm not taking it away, but just like we got to hear both sides. Mm-hmm. Because it's like coming home for work the other day, like last week, um, 
it was a lady, a homeless lady just walking in the middle of the street in the middle of the median. Like, cars coming in. She just waiting. She go up to people's windows. They roll down their window, give her some money and stuff. But you can tell she on something. Mm-hmm. But she was just walking in the street like it's... This not the sidewalk, sweetheart. Like, you in the street and these cars are still going. Mm-hmm. She don't care. Man, the only thing I can think about right now is like... We veered very far from talking about Atlanta. Yeah, you know, Atlanta <laughs> skating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now homeless. So, so just to reel it back in a little bit. Uh, so yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta premiered uh, on yesterday, mm-hmm. and so we're gonna talk about the first and second episode on the next podcast. Yeah. Okay, but to get into a show that we have seen, let's talk a little bit about Euphoria. Mm-hmm. Off the bat, what did you think? When I think about euphoria, what do I think? What comes to mind? Mm-hmm. Penis. Exactly. That's I, the I, first thing. I knew you were gonna say that. God. Like just uh, just watching the show, you know, for me, mm-hmm. it was very like uh, I don't think tense is the word, but it it just it just like you know, I don't have a problem. With like just just seeing a penis, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Because I have one, right? Like I don't have I don't have a, I don't have a problem with, uh-huh. it, with seeing it, but like the way that the show is set up, it got to a point where you where you could tell it's like, okay, they're doing this on purpose. We're gonna put it right here. We're gonna put it right there. Right, it's like, jeez. Like, right, not just like okay, every episode you're seeing it, but like to the point where it's like. What's the point? You know that they're that they're sitting back like we're gonna bombard them with this Bring shit. Bring some more in. Yeah. You too. And Whip then, it out. <laughs> and then it's like I've never even really just seen a show where they just show like show penis. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it was it was really weird. Like, and I remember we were watching one 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 night, and I was just like, you know what? Like for off. right now, <laughs> for right now, it's just like a little bit too much, because it's not even really in the context of like. A well-written show where it's just like okay it's just happening because that's how the show's being written it's like it's almost like they were sitting back in a writer's room and saying we want to show as as much penis as possible and let's write around that mm-hmm. like let's not write that into the script let's make this the focal point and then write the script around it mm-hmm. and it just got really weird bro you know what i'm saying oh yeah so like i mean that that's that's one thing and then like the show was kind of captivating, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like it, it drew my attention. Once you got past that, yeah. Like some, some at some points, um, at some points, it was a little bit, you know, dull for me. You know what I mean? You saw me like mm-hmm. getting on my phone and not really watching sometimes, going to sleep. But like for the most part, I mean, I got through the series, right? But it's not one of those things where I'm gonna go back and and watch it again. Oh no, one and done. Yeah, that's it. And I was thinking about that today, like, I go back and watch Atlanta. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you watched everything again with me. <laughs> yeah, and I can watch it, and I've, and I've done that multiple times, like, mm-hmm. three or four times now. Mm-hmm. And so it's something I can keep doing, but, like, with the, with a euphoria, it's not, it's not a chance. You wouldn't even want anybody just Listen. to walk in on you while you're watching it. You're like, oh, because if they haven't seen it and all of a sudden penis pop out, you just like, yeah. damn, what you watching? Like. It's not a it's not a chance. It's not a chance in hell I'm watching you for it, yeah. No, for real. It's yeah. like 
there's no it's no value in it for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not really understanding why I would watch it again. Mm-hmm. I was watching it because it was so popular. They were talking about it on No Jumper. Yeah. I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and watch it. You know, you brought it up. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, okay, it happened. And now, and now it's over, right? Mm-hmm. But like, nah. And then like another thing was like the the rampant drug use. And I keep saying like over and over again. <laughs> but the rampant drug use, right? Mm-hmm. Um, That's something else that really stood out. Oh, yeah. And so... In the in the series, they showed her her life kind of being in a down spiral mm-hmm. because of her drug use, right? But at the same time, I really feel as though it's it's sort of in a weird way glorifying the drug use, mm-hmm. showing that it's fun. And this is another coping mechanism for what she had, as in like she was dealing with with anxiety and all different type of things because this. She didn't just start taking drugs after. If you haven't watched it, you probably you want to go watch it. We definitely gonna do some spoilers, but her dad passed oh, away. Oh, spoiler alert! Spoiler yeah, alert! The entire. If time. you haven't watched Euphoria and you want to, probably just like yeah, skip like 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 fifteen minutes. Yeah, but um, so her dad passed away, but she was taking drugs before her dad passed. Was she? Yeah, maybe she was stealing some of his drugs while they were watching TV together. Was he sick? Yeah. Well, I mean, that can do it, but go ahead. Go but ahead. she was already doing that. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, as she's gotten older, she started doing more and more drugs. Uh-huh. And she was using that as to cope with life or whatever mental issues she had going on. She felt like the best way to handle it was to take drugs. Mm-hmm. Everything. Like popping pills. Smoking weed, like, and we straight up said, like, hey, why she can't she just smoke weed? Like, yeah. <laughs> why she has to do everything? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause mind you, these are like high school. Like, she started taking these type of drugs back. I want to say what, probably middle school, elementary, yeah. when her dad was sick, and then probably middle school because they did that play, and I think it was middle school or something they were talking about. Mm-hmm. And then, so this is all high school. That this is all worked around showing drugs penis and right 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 and and that's something else that's weird and this isn't the first the first show or first movie where i felt this way but there's something weird about having a show Mm -hmm. that's resolved around teenagers Mm -hmm. and then having adults play those teenagers like adults that people are attracted to already Mm -hmm. and then putting them in a teenage role and basically having like like sex scenes and stuff involving adults who are playing underage people. Because it's kinda like, you know, if you're really following along with the show, it's kinda like you're watching like teenagers have sex or something. And Not it's, kinda, you are. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's you, the paint that's the picture that they're painting. And it and it's really weird. And and then I've thought about like, you know, I don't know, like that's just something that's normalized and it kinda should be all movies because when you think about Greece, this is the first movie that popped in my head talking about high school students. Did you watch the music? I've never I've never seen Greece. Come on. What? Come on, man. <laughs> I, I I told you I told you Boosie was my favorite rapper, bro. I, oh, I, I I'm not listening to Boosie. Okay, so I went Greece. I went to like okay, well then we can go to Love and Basketball. Uh huh. Okay, same thing. Okay, definitely. <laughs> God, that's dog. that's that's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> I know that's why. And I said that it. happened in that movie too. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But they end up being in college and then they end up becoming adults. But this, they don't go that far. It's straight mm-hmm. high school. Mm-hmm. 
it's like, oh gosh. So I don't know. I don't yeah. know why that is normal. Yeah, it's just a it weird. Shouldn't be. Yeah, it shouldn't be, mm-hmm. and it's just a weird thing. But you know, just going back to euphoria and them kind of, uh, kind of glorifying the drug use, right? Mm-hmm. One of the drugs that were that was prevalent in the second season was fentanyl, mm-hmm. right? And so, just with like glorifying the drug use, something about fentanyl, I think you have it as well, right? Mm-hmm. Is um. If you don't know, there's kind of like a fentanyl. What's the word? Is it like a, it's like an epidemic? You know what I'm saying? It's like it's kind of like a, a crisis, right? Yeah. And and this is something that's affecting a lot of people. And you know, I knew about fentanyl being uh, different drugs being laced with fentanyl. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've heard they've even like they can lace like weed with fentanyl as well. Mm-hmm. And so, but but go ahead and and and, and just read the uh, the headline for it. Which one? The um. Yeah, just read the headline. Um, no, the uh for the um, the statistic about eighteen forty five. Uh, fentanyl number one cause of death for adults eighteen forty five. Recent government data says blah blah blah. Fentanyl is the is the leading cause of death of people eighteen to forty five. Mm-hmm. More than COVID. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? More than cancer. More than auto crashes. More than, you know what I'm saying? More than in, in, gun in, violence, in gang, cancer, like, suicide, everything. Anything. In the year 2020. And so, and that's in 2020? That's just in 2020. And what's crazy, I probably didn't even hear about fentanyl until 2021. I was, no. For I, me, 2022. I heard about it last year because of the, the stuff I watched. But mm-hmm. like, no, 2020 probably wasn't even on my radar. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And so, just something like that, like, man. Um, I don't want to get into like talking about the media and how they can can shift Way, narratives yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but just to just to hear something like that is is, is kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. So, do you think they kind of um, push the pandemic over fentanyl, like because this is all going on at the same time? So COVID nineteen hit two thousand nineteen, and then but two thousand nineteen. That's why it was what it was discovered. It was two thousand nineteen, probably the end of it. Mm-hmm. But then we shut down. It was in like the, it was like yeah, it was like in like, like March winter winter two thousand nineteen. That's when they they might have heard about, about it, it. Mm-hmm. and then like March twenty twenty was where they was like, shut all down. right, we shut down. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, do I think the media was trying to like cover it up, like covering up? Cover up the fentanyl Mm -hmm. with this pandemic because if they saying that is more death than COVID nineteen back in twenty twenty, we got shut down in twenty twenty. I wouldn't say they were covering up the the fentanyl crisis, but it is it is it is an issue. I believe Mm -hmm. that they aren't talking about it more. Because, you know, that 18 to 45 demographic, because that, that demographic isn't really, it is, it is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's people who are, and not to say that people who are, are past that, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Well, let me say this first. You know, 18 to 45, that's kind of like your, like the prime of your life. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Not to say people who are past that aren't still in the prime of their life, because you can live to be 100. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But like, 
you know, we're talking about young people, like young adults. And for that to be the number one killer and they aren't really um, publicizing that to the same extent, Mm -hmm. I think that is an issue. You know, and so when we talk about this drug use, right, something that even with like rap music Mm -hmm. is really glorified. And it's it's really strange because I remember being young and listening to rap Mm -hmm. and they never like... (laughs) They might have talked about smoking weed and drinking and stuff like that, but they never really like talked about being a drug addict. No, when we were younger, I'm talking. Or maybe we didn't understand it. No, 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 no. I'm talking no. about like two thousands. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Not not two thousand. I wasn't. <laughs> I, <laughs> y'all, y'all women in this nine nine to the two thousand. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. It's not just women. Everybody, that shit is ingrained in y'all head, bro. <laughs> I'm like the best time. <laughs> like there's the whole brain, right? And then there's just like a section <laughs> that's just dedicated to that shit for y'all. I swear to God. Whatever. But like, nah. But um, but nah. Like when we were younger, I didn't really. I don't. I don't think I heard rappers talking about being being on drugs mm-hmm. and then like glorifying it like that. Mm-hmm. Just weed and 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 alcohol, right? Which are two things that I are... feel like they talked about lean when we were younger. Yeah, I feel like they always talking about cup. Man, I listened to. Man, Bro, you gotta think about it. Lil maybe, Wayne didn't maybe talk about Lil it. Maybe Lil Wayne. Yeah. But like, okay, outside of Lil Wayne, right? Mm-hmm. How much did you hear about it? I, see, I don't recall all of that. I know well, in now, Houston, I'm over here still listening to. I mean, I watched Grease. Yeah, and so last what kind of music? In, in, in last episode, to... you were saying you were listening to Lloyd. Yes, and shit. I'm that girl. But uh, but no, nah, but um, probably. I mean, probably depending on where where you are, like geographically, mm-hmm. because in Houston, I'm pretty sure you you heard more rappers talking about Lean for sure. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But mainstream, probably not. Mm-hmm. But now everything was like these niggas mainstream. be talking about these niggas be talking about popping perks. These niggas be talking about like doing Lean. It's it's like, it's kind of like th- these niggas are talking about a competition of who can who can do the most drugs and who be can functional. say the most. You know what I'm because saying? Because most of the time they probably not even doing it. They probably just saying it. Yeah, yeah, that's true as mm-hmm. well. You know what I'm saying? Putting on this like facade and this mm-hmm. image for these for these children. Because did Future the one that said he used to uh, he say it in his raps, but he actually didn't do it. Something like that. Exactly. Uh-huh. And you know what's crazy? I was just about to get into that. See. Get out of my head, I man. I mean, hey. Get out of my head. <laughs> you tell me everything. Get out of my head. But no, nah, <laughs> but uh but no, uh I wasn't gonna say that specifically, but one thing was now let's get into that. So Future has come out and said like when it comes to the drug talk, he was saying like I mean it's a hit. Mm-hmm. Like, it hits. You know what I'm saying? It works. Mm-hmm. So, it's like, I'm going to talk about doing drugs, whether I'm doing them hoes or not. And then, Juice World, Juice World, he collaborated with Future, mm-hmm. right? I believe on a, on a project. So, they did music together. And Juice World is someone who overdosed uh, because I believe they're, they were flying on a private plane mm-hmm. and then he had a whole bunch of drugs. And so, when they had landed... Um, the police were there to 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 board their plane when they landed. Mm-hmm. So he had all these drugs on him. So he took all the pills and tried to just down them. Oh God! And he had overdosed now. But did he die? 
He did die. And out but outside of that, um, they were saying that he was always like on drugs heavily, right? And Juice World actually told Future that your music was the reason that I tried lean for the first time. Hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. And this is on the radio. Like that's listen. listen. You turn on K one four ninety seven point nine and all that. This type of music is on there. It's not censored. Back in ninety nine to two thousands, our stuff was censored. We didn't have this type of stuff on the radio. Everything was bleeped. Yeah. You didn't know what they were talking about unless you went to Target mm. and bought it yourself. But hey, that shit is crazy. It actually yeah. is kind of hitting me. Yeah. And man, imagine like really being the reason somebody took a opiate, like basically a liquid opioid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then like all these years later, he dies. You know, he overdoses on drugs that he was trying to like. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Flying the plane so that he can like have him to take. And you one of the main reasons why he took like this type of drug. Mm-hmm. Like, you think that shit is on, on that nigga conscious, or you think he don't even give a fuck? Oh, no. I don't... Because that's just one kid. Imagine how many kids out there is like, shit, Future, Future doing that shit. Future, if he's future, done it, how many pe- uh, more people has he Future talking about doing Xanax. Future yeah. talking about doing Lean. Shit, I'll do that shit, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Future cool. Future getting money. Future getting women. So, I got to do what he does. That shit crazy, man. Were you ever um, easily influenced that way? From listening to your um, top rappers, top singers, whoever the case may be, artists, no matter what, like. You know what's really crazy? Like, my mother, um, when I was younger, she, you know, I, I got into that, that in, I was in that, I was kind of like an internet nerd when I was young. So mm-hmm. I, I knew, like, everything about the internet. I knew how to download everything, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Legally, I knew how to get this, get that, get music, get, get, you know what I'm saying? Get movies, all that type of shit, right? Uh-huh. So, so like, I had, like, I was listening to all type of music. And my mother, she really didn't want me listening to a lot of that shit. And I was saying, like, yo, it's just music, you know, it doesn't matter like that, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, you know, like, looking back on it, around that time when I was saying that I was listening to a lot of Boosie and stuff like that, I was acting, I was beginning to act that out, mm. even though that wasn't my experience. You had to be hard. Yeah, even though that wasn't my experience, I was beginning trying to act it out some. Mm. And so, and so then like around around tenth grade, tenth grade going into eleventh, I got into J Cole, I got into Kendrick, I got into Big Crit, and um. I kind of stopped. I kind of like stopped listening to that shit and started listening to more like conscious rap, and I listened to that on throughout like the next three, four years. So until that like, is the type of rap I listen to as well. Right. Just put that out there. Yeah. Stop making me look so late. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> until like my like junior year or something, right? Uh huh. But then like like around that same time, and I don't know if it was because the music, or because the way I was living, I started to like listen to that type of music, but. Around like though that junior senior year, like that senior year in college, like I was really wild now. You know what I'm saying? So which, and which is I listen to again? Like like future and like you know so like you went back. like turn up music like mm. you know what I'm saying? And that was shit I was never into. 
And this, but again, I'm saying, I don't know if it was because I was listening to the music and that was making me act away, or if I was acting away and then that music fit the way I was living. So mm-hmm. I was listening to it. Like, but but either way, mm-hmm. like those things like ran its course together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they really ran their course together. Mm-hmm. And so I would kind of say like those things definitely do have an impact on your psyche. Mm-hmm. The way that you think and stuff like that. So are you going to be the type that once you have kids that, all right, no, you can't listen to stuff like this? You going to censor their music? I don't want to, but I'm I'm gonna have to to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. You gotta you have to you have to be older. Yeah. You have to be older to a point where you can look at the music, and you can see it for what it is. You know. Yeah. But I think for like black children, it's like man. You see yourself and you see yourself in that person. Yes, I am you. Right. So it's hard. It's hard to like. It's hard to not take it on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So We can easily act that way. I can talk the way he talks. I can right. carry myself the way he carries himself because I look like him. Right, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And so, you know, hip-hop, for example, is like the number one music genre in the world. Mm-hmm. At least at least the number one genre. It probably is in the world. Mm-hmm. At least the number one genre in the U.S., for sure. Mm-hmm. You know? And the largest consumers of hip hop are white people, mm-hmm. right? But like, I did not know that. You don't see, for listen, by far, mm-hmm. you know, by far. And there's some artists, in fact, who said that, you know, they have they have nigga in their lyrics, mm-hmm. right? Because they think that they're right. They like they're living a black experience. They think they're writing for black people to listen to it. But what ends up happening is predominantly is consumed by by white americans right so there was a rapper for for instance called uh no name mm-hmm. she's a rapper from chicago and she was saying that she wrote this she wrote about the black experience you know putting these lyrics saying nigga thinking she's writing for her people but then she goes out on stage and she and it's just like a sea of white faces for predominantly and then it's like she was saying how awkward she felt yeah like, when I'm they say this when they would say nigga as she saying it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But that's just to, to get you to understand, like, hip-hop is predominantly consumed by white Americans, you know, commercially. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not talking about just viewing it on YouTube and all that. Not the underground rap. When it comes to mm-hmm. buying the merch, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, buying the actual physical copies, going to the concerts, like, say. white people are really out here with that shit. You know what I mean? When was the last time you, before the pandemic, when was the last time you went to a concert? Uh, prior to that, the last concert I went to was an Anderson Pack concert, like in 2015, 2000, no, 2016. I'm still not an Anderson Pack fan. Man, you shouldn't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't even say that. Oh, no, I'm still not on that bandwagon yet. He haven't got me. Yeah, but man, that was that was that was kind of that was a deep topic. Yeah, you know, we could have really we could have really gotten into that, but. I definitely, but no, no, the point I was trying to make was that, you know, white Americans consume hip-hop the most, right? Mm-hmm. And and consume this this new uh, violent, like, drill rap. You know, drill is about going and killing people. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. retaliating on your, your ops, retaliating on your opposition, shit like that. So, um, 
and, and a lot of drill rappers be, you know, they they die because they living out the shit that they rapping about. Mm-hmm. These so, are videos he used to show me with all the violence and yeah. gang members and all that. Yeah. Okay. okay. So so a lot of white uh, Americans and not just white Americans, but like. A lot of like non-black people around the world like really consume this, right? Mm-hmm. But they aren't imitating it and going out and and doing it, and it's that because of that component that they don't really see themselves in those people. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that they're like watching from like a bird's eye view. Like I'm just watching this shit from inter- for entertainment, the way I might watch a fucking TV show. Mm-hmm. But like for like the kids that grow up around here, they seeing this shit. And they really taking it on because they see themselves in the people, mm-hmm. you know. And so, I would like, I used to really believe that the music didn't have any type of impact, but like just being around kids more because of my job, you know, I see it. I oh, see yeah. them talking about it. I see the 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 language that they're using, that they're that they're using from music specifically mm-hmm. because it's not it's not terms and like lingo that they're getting from here, like. It's just it's just crazy, you know. It's definitely crazy. Yeah. Man, I didn't like I didn't even plan to like go into all of that, man. That's that's wild. These are normal couch talks. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Where did like where do we even where did we even come from to get to this? <laughs> What were we talking about? We started with Childish Gambino. Let me, let me start, go all the way back. <laughs> we were talking about Euphoria. Yeah. And started to, and, and got to drill rap. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Go talk about the drugs. Man, that's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Wow. But yeah, and this is coming from someone who's really like tapped in with like, you know what I'm saying? Uh, drill, drill rap. Yeah, because I was with, not. I was not aware of all of that type of music. Like you, you hear sometimes, like uh-huh. if you go to certain clubs or go to certain parties, some people play play it here and there. But I'm not. That's not on my any of my playlists. Right. You know. So this was something completely new for me. Even all the different. I didn't even know all the different type of games. I just know about Bloods and Grips. All bro. That's it. It's all type. And of then sets. all of a sudden you hear all. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah, it's all type well, of sex. Well, sit down. You from Dallas? What you talking about? <laughs> we don't got that. Like you talk about streets, right? right, right. <laughs> like it's not that deep. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah, it's all it's all different types of drill music. It's, it's drill. It's drill music from like some of the predominant areas. You know, it can't. It and how disrespectful though? It's disrespectful. It it derived from Chicago. Um, and now it's like Bronx or New York drill is, is really popular now. UK drill is really popular. Drill in Jacksonville is popular. But I don't know if I'm a, once I, you know, pop out a kid, I don't think they are allowed to listen to the music. It's, it's definitely. I feel like that's going to be a hard no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you want to, you want to probably raise them on a certain type of music mm-hmm. that they'll favor. By playing it a lot, so they don't like veer off too far from it. But even beyond that, just being active with them, yeah, you know, because the but there's a lot of kids who listen to it and don't take it on, you know, black kids too. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't want to put black kids and black people in a in a in a, in a box influence. and saying like oh, but like it is a thing, you know, for those who have the 
the access to like the negativity in the neighborhood. It mm-hmm. is it is like I can listen to the music and take it on and then get you know become active in those things. Mm-hmm. You know because we, I, I mean I see it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Man. Next. <laughs> <laughs> this is too much. <laughs> no. Yeah, it is. It is. And 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 we were going to talk about like we were going to talk about the fentanyl thing and, and how uh, there was a case. I don't know where it was, but uh, during spring break, mm-hmm. how the it was six. It might have been six football players. Army football players. Yeah. It, I know it was six. I know. Okay. It was six people I know. Mm-hmm. And, and somehow, some way, some of them were football players and then some of them were like army football players or in the army or something like that. And so... They had had they had a cocaine, and some of them were partaking in the cocaine. Right, I think maybe four of them were, and it's not clear. They began. It's not really clear, but mm-hmm. they began to overdose, and then two people who hadn't partaked in it were trying to um, give CPR to two of those who did, mm-hmm. and then they ended up uh, in critical condition. Yeah, or something like that, getting ill and needing, like, medical attention just because they gave, like, mouth-to-mouth, mm-hmm. you know, just because they were mouth-to-mouth with somebody who had yes. ingested uh, fentanyl. Mm-hmm. And so that's how crazy fentanyl really is. It's like, that's some wild shit. And so for everybody out there, like, buying pills or buying cocaine or even buying weed from people, it's like, you have to be mindful of it because it can happen. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's just that one time, yep. you know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not with this fentanyl, with this fentanyl shit, it's not, you take it and you like, damn, I think this nigga lace my weed. Uh-huh. I'm going to stop, I'm going to stop going to that nigga. It's that one time and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know? Yep. Is it similar to like. Like being addicted to crack and everything like that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm comparing it to. Like, you know how most people take it at one time and they're hooked. Mm-hmm. All, every time I think of crack, I think of Whitney Houston crack is whack. Mm-hmm. So it's like, is it similar to that? How like, addictive it is? Fitting all being addictive? Mm-hmm. Uh... Yeah, because also there there are people who, who take fentanyl and don't die. They just like... Mm-hmm get hooked to it i i mean i don't i don't want to start talking about that mm-hmm. because i'm not trying to like <laughs> but no the only thing I, the only point i want to make about it is the that, seriousness behind it that shit is very deadly mm-hmm. and just being very serious right because again like I, I i deal with these kids man and kids are young Smoking weed, doing all kind of stuff. Because, I mean, I have someone else that's close in our family that's also in, um, deal with young kids. Mm. And the story she be telling us about finding vape pens. They smoking vape pens all in the classrooms and stuff like that. In the bathroom. In the, no, not even in the bathroom. In the classroom. <laughs> the, if, if someone step out the class, the teacher can step out the classroom. And then all of a sudden they can just spark up and like, it's normal. And it's like, so y'all don't think I can walk back in and not see a cloud or smell? Like, come on. And these are young kids. I'm saying these are like elementary. Mm-hmm. So it's like, they starting young. Yeah. I'll be scared if a baby get a hold of that. Get laced with fitting on you. Because you don't know. 
You mean a baby like a uh, elementary? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. This is crazy. Man, that's heavy. Mm-hmm. That's really heavy. So you hearing about the adults? These are football, grown foot football players. Mm. And oh, I also saw something. I don't know if I read an article. It was on Instagram or something about um this eight year old, his uncle or his dad or somebody told him to go clean up his. Uh, I should have saved the full story, but he was supposed to be cleaned up the area where the fentanyl was at. Mm-hmm. And because he didn't put gloves on, uh-huh. the child ended up dying a couple of days later. Yeah. So yeah. it's like yeah. he don't even, he didn't even consume it. He was just cleaning up the area. Mm-hmm. I hate that I don't have the full story, but it was just something like that. So man, you know. So you don't have to consume it. You could just touch it right. with your hands. You know what? I heard something about that too. Mm-hmm. We we may have spoken about it, okay. something like that. Yeah, but but just just to get off of this, um, yeah, I I think I think I've had something that was laced before when I was in college. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not gonna talk about it right now, mm-hmm. but we'll probably talk about it at a different time. But for sure, and so the best way to to. Uh, to stay away from that is just to, just to not partake, <laughs> not to not just partake. Don't do it at this point, you know what I'm saying. But it, but if you are someone, grow it just like grow it yourself. But if you are someone who does, and and this is not to advocate or to glorify it, but if you are someone who does, mm-hmm. like if you do weed or whatever, in some states it's legal dispensary. Mm. You know what I'm saying. I'm scared of that too, but I, mean, I guess they test it. You can be. But it's a bit safer. I don't think people in the dispensary, you know what I mean, are are lacing shit with fentanyl, you know, or anything else. But we can hope. But yeah, man, let's 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 get off of this real real quick. Yeah, let's, this is heavy. Let's light let's lighten it up a little yeah. bit, man. <laughs> and, and the, and we need another trivia game. Hey, <laughs> at this the, point, God. Oh. Damn, in the pre production in the pre production meeting. Mm-hmm. We didn't. We didn't have nothing like that planned. No. This this shit really kind of has me emotional. Yeah. I don't know if you can tell. I can. But I'm up here like, I my eyes are kind of wet, yo. Yeah. Like that shit is really fucking with me. Man. Yeah. Let's let's uh let's go to the Twitter thing. Who's Twitter one? <laughs> <laughs> the wild one. The wild one. The wild one. The okay. wild one. Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! You, okay, you ready? And you're gonna have to read through. Listen, <laughs> wait, do I gotta read all of it? No, no, no. You don't have gonna... to read all of them. You're gonna see some good ones, but like, read the prompt. What's what's going on? Okay, you ready? Yeah, yeah. It says, "Ladies, ladies, ladies." <laughs> what is the worst lie you have heard come out of a man's mouth? Before you even start with the thread, okay. Mm-hmm. And so this is a, a Twitter thread. All right, somebody put this out, and then of course a bunch of people just started like replying to the to the prompt, right? But before you even start reading anything, mm-hmm. if you can, if you can, if it's not too personal, mm-hmm. what is one of the worst lies somebody's ever told you? Hmm. And if you don't have it, just say you don't have it. Because, like, even Mine's thinking. simple. Go for it. It was relatively simple. I've been told before that... Um, he couldn't respond or text me back or call me back because his phone was left in his car on the charger and he was at an event. To me, that's a that's a bold faced lie. 
You telling me you at an event and you left your phone in the car on the charger. So that means your car's on? Because that's the only way your phone going to charge. So I was like, yeah, strike one. Okay, so your phone can't charge under any circumstance. If your if... car is not on, it's not. No electricity is going to charge it. I'm going to listen. This is gonna sound very weird. Uh huh. You know. Uh huh. With my with my father's car, mm-hmm. I think it does something like that. No, I thought that was a lie. No, no, no. And, that was, a, and I don't want to come from that person. It was a lie. Okay, probably. <laughs> but like, for the most part, mm-hmm. like commonly, no, that's not the case. Because mm-hmm. like with my car, with your car, no, that's not mm-hmm. happening. I feel like with my father's car, it does something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think my friend pointed it out to me before. Mm. But like, I don't. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. That's what that's what you have. Mm-hmm. That's the worst law. That's, that's the one. That's the only one I can think of right now. Was it the worst law or like the 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 wildest? What is it? What did it say? It says, "What is the worst lie okay. you have heard?" Man, come out of a man's mouth. What's the worst lie? You can I'm a, vice yeah, versa. Yeah, yeah, vice versa. <laughs> Clearly, niggas be lying all the time. Bro. Mm-hmm. I I know one. I'm bad. And also, it says apparently men are very creative with their lies. <laughs> Women are too. <laughs> Women are too. Come We're on. talking about men. Mm-hmm. But like, uh, man, I need to drink to this. Mm. What's what's the the worst lie? Yeah. Oh, you can if you Man, can speak you know on what? yourself. No, 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 no. You can speak on it. I'm not speaking on myself. I mean, hey. I plead the fifth. Listen, no. The worst lie. Okay, so, um, I had a, I had a, uh, a living. This is gonna be crazy. Oh gosh. Listen, this is gonna be crazy. <laughs> I had a living girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. So, so a woman who was living with me. And like this bitch had came from work one day and she came in and was like she said some shit like um what did what did she say? She said something like I gave okay, she said I gave my coworker some money before. Like I gave my coworker some money mm-hmm. when she needed it, mm-hmm. right? Hold on. I'm listening. You're listening, right? I'm listening. She said I gave my coworker some money when I needed it. When she when she needed it. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. And she said she was gonna pay me back. But now that the time has come, she said she was gonna pay me back by basically by smoking me out and and we gonna have a you know what I'm saying like a good time whatever. Uh-huh. Right. Uh-huh. And I was just listen because I'm I'm in the I'm in my room. And she coming from like from uh she coming from from work mm-hmm. and coming in here saying this shit to me, so she like, yeah I gave her like I gave her some money and and then and then she's gonna we gonna go she's gonna smoke me out and all this type of shit and I'm just sitting there like, okay, you know I would have been like you telling me because and so she came in and was like, and I'm just gonna stay over there over the night and blah blah. blah. And I was just like, what? Okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And the thing is, it's like, until you know who somebody is, 
you know, you're not always just sitting around on the uh, offensive. You're not always trying to find something that they're like doing wrong, mm -hmm. right? You, you're trying to give the person you're with the benefit of the doubt. So at the time when I'm hearing this, I'm like, that shit sound really crazy. You know what I'm saying? Just a but I'm like, all right, like, I'm trying to wrap my mind around it because I'm not trying to, like, automatically think, like, this motherfucker lying to me. You know what I'm saying? But then it's like, now that I'm, now that I'm out of that situation and I'm looking back at it, mm -hmm. again, from a bird's eye view, man, that shit was crazy, bro. <laughs> like, I didn't ask for that lie. Motherfucker said, <laughs> motherfucker said, look, look, let's say, let's say I gave you some money. Uh-huh. Right. I'ma smoke you out. And instead though. instead of giving me my money back that you was supposed to give me back, you said you gonna smoke me out instead. You gonna give me you gonna let me smoke weed with you instead of giving me the money back. You know? Mm -hmm. And since I'ma be over there and we gotta go to work in the morning, I'ma just I'ma just stay come here there. and get clothes and just stay over there for the night and then just go to work from from there from for the next day. Just give me the money back. It's like, bro, that was some wild <laughs> shit. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, jeez. Man, get into this thing, bro. I'm oh, not even trying to. Get into this thing, man. Okay, the first one. Someone said, I found in his bedroom. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I found hair in his bedroom. So I asked Kenya. Um, Nigga, you want me to read? Yeah, because it says, <laughs> I asked Kenya Mag. The answer was that I flew in the bedroom. Let me see. Yeah, you're going to have to. Let me see. Um, let me see. You have to use your skills okay. to to um, fill it in. Okay, so I found him here in his bedroom, so I asked him. The answer that he had was that it flew in the bedroom window, and he doesn't know anything. The following week, I found earrings in the room, and he said the same thing, mm. that it flew into the bedroom, and he doesn't know anything about the earrings. No. Man, that's kind of like, all right, whatever. Now, this one, it says, so... He booked the hotel room because he needed Wi-Fi. He booked the hotel room because he needed Wi-Fi. At that point, you could have just... You could have went to McDonald's, nigga. Starbucks. You could have went to McDonald's. You could have went to Starbucks. You or just bought some... If you buying a whole hotel room, you could just pay for the internet. It's your place. Man, I ain't going to even lie. Because you ain't got the app, it's not even letting you go past that. Mm -hmm. But but you saw how it was, right? The way it was typed out. But your but your cra but your craziest thing was just the 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 the, the charger in the, yeah. in the car and the concert. Yeah, I can't. Off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything. Yeah, I know I've been lied to before, and I'm just like, mm. uh huh, mm. type shit. You know, you, you know, man. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is, do you stay in a relationship knowing that someone is lying to you? I have. Yeah. Oh man. You don't. I, you don't think you have? I I have, but clearly I'm not in that relationship anymore. No, no. But like, prior to having the, like prior to having the discovery, uh -huh. where it's like, okay, this is what it is. Mm -hmm. You have like an intuition where it's like you you're noticing. It's like, huh. Mm hmm. You know, like the same thing that happened with me when she, when she said this. I'm like, oh, another event. I just thought ahead, about something you else. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> so this is why I'm not on social media a, a lot either. So in a previous relationship, um, he was all on TikTok. 
On TikTok? Oh, I'm not on TikTok. What is that? Snapchat. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, bro. I about to say something. He was on Snap. And so some female had his phone. And he didn't tell me he was going out that night. So I found out on Snap that he was out at this club. And then all of a sudden, on the next video, some female had his phone taking pictures, making a video, and then putting him in a video. Mind you, I'm his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is this? Like, tell me, who is this? And the next day, because I, I don't like to blow up right then and there. I like to, if I'm that pissed off, you rather for me to blow up right then and there. Don't let me wait a day, because it's going to get worse. So I asked him, like, who, who is this um, that was all on your, your snap? Oh, that was my cousin. She surprised me. Your cousin. Mind you, I knew all his family. Mm-hmm. They ain't no cousin. You dancing like that with your cousin? So so what did you what did you say? No, that was the end of the relationship at that point. Cause like everything gets it doesn't matter what you tell me, everything is a lie. You could tell me you going to church with your mama and I'm still gonna think it's a lie. Like mm. I can't believe anything at that point. Mm. Yeah. I mean I mean, going back, going, just going back real quick, like before you, before you have that moment, right? Mm-hmm. That you know, okay, this is what it is. You have your intuition about uh, where you're looking at things like funny, right? Mm-hmm. So you don't think you don't think you've you don't think you've noticed things and said like, all right, ah, uh, that's kind of weird, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna still just like stay with you and be here. Yeah. Thank you. Because yeah. <laughs> you, 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 were, you were looking at me like, like I was like, I was, I'm was i not tripping, bro. Like, yeah, yeah I've done that. Because that's not the first time. It's like, you know, you, you know this habits. You know. Mm-hmm. You know. So it just, what will be your breaking point? Yeah. And that's the part. Once you reached it, that's it. There's no turning back. Uh-huh. There you go, man. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, Jeez. hey, hey! Real quick, real quick. Um, do we have anything else? Go ahead, and go ahead and take a, a real quick look. Let me see, real quick glance. I think we have one more. We do have one more. What is it? Do you want to talk about the male birth control? <laughs> <laughs> do I want to talk about male birth control? This is gonna be the last thing. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we can start <laughs> off. Do you believe in birth control? Absolutely. What are you talking about? Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Secondly, are you involved with someone that's on birth control? Yes. Go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> Thirdly, would you what? take male birth control? Listen, listen, listen. This is brand new. Brand speaking new. No. No? Hell no. Would I take some male birth control? Yeah, but once they work out all the kinks, you tell them you still wouldn't? Listen, hold on. You're saying work out the kinks, right? Yeah, because they saying that it's... Um, right now they're testing it on mice. Right, it's ninety nine percent effective on mice. Right, the men trial will start later on this year. This year, uh huh. So, um, and and something that they were saying was that this male birth control is not uh it's not targeting men's hormones. It's not ta- targeting their testosterone or anything like that. Mm-mm. It's targeting vitamin A, which has some type of effect on your sperm or, mm-hmm. or something like that right mm-hmm. so 
it's not going to have any negative side effects, they're saying. Yeah. Based on what they've, they've done with mice. Yeah. Okay, now, with human trials, even when it's past human trials, even when it goes to market, the answer is no. Why? And the answer is no because I don't know what the the lingering side effects could possibly be. So, for instance, anyone of your of your age group, right, mm-hmm. who, uh, women of your age group, who can possibly take birth control, mm-hmm. there's been so many years, so many years of women taking it mm-hmm. that you understand the possible side effects mm-hmm. and you understand the, the likelihood of you potentially getting pregnant that is low. It's just like... You, and we you, have more than one way to take it. You put it in your arm. Right. You could put a little, you know, a device up your little woo Right. You could pop a pill. I pop pills, you know. Right. So it's like, it's so many different ways. Yeah. Different avenues. I mean, literally, they give you a whole pamphlet. Right. When I go, you know, yearly, do you want to keep the same one or do you want to change up? You, we can put a copper one if you want a copper one up there. So yeah, it's, it's a lot of different... Yeah. But you saying you wouldn't pop a pill? No, no. What I'm saying is that because like, that's the only way y'all gonna have it right now is to pop a pill. What I'm saying is is you all have decades of 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 mm-hmm. research and results, mm-hmm. right? So any any negative effect that it could possibly have, you're aware of it. It's not new. Prior true, to true. so for me, this is something that might come out like in the next like year or two or something like that. I'm not gonna be somebody like. Let me stand on the front line. Let me take it. No, 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 no. This is something that maybe like 15 years down the line. So I will hold on, hold on. 15 years down the line, uh-huh. I would be like, all right, now everything is going to smooth the whole 15 years. Uh-huh. The people who began taking it in 2023, they haven't had any negative side effects. That's too bad. All right, I'll take it. But like, I'm in not 15 a- years. You shouldn't be having to take it. Why? Sweetheart, in 15 years? How old would you be in 15 years? In 15 years? Okay, I, I'm 28. Five is uh, 33. Mm-hmm. I'll be 43. Mm-hmm. Man, men can, men can... Listen. you telling me you're not going to be done by 43 with having kids? You're saying done. You're saying like having a vasectomy? I'm not getting... I'm not... No. Why not? Wait, wait. Why is it hard? No, why not? A vasectomy? Yeah. I'm not having nobody snip me. Or whatever they do. Why not? Tie the two. Like, I don't so you want the woman to, um, you want her tooth to get tied? What? How about we just don't have no children? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? I mean, but saying. Hey, like, don't, throw, don't throw this <laughs> on me, man. Don't, throw this don't put on everything me. on her. <laughs> listen, there, are, there are other options. Why everything is a hard no for you. Listen. I'm I'm 28 and uh-huh. I have no children, uh-huh. so I've done something correct. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. I can do that another 28 years. Okay. No, I can. Okay. I can do that another 28 years, right? Mm-hmm. You can. And then then I'll be 56, and then around that time, the type of woman I should be messing with, right? Mm-hmm. Shouldn't even probably be able to conceive or anything. Hey, we don't know because people are fifty and above are still popping out kids. Things Jenna happen, Jackson, but she... things happen, but it shouldn't even be happening no more. Uh-huh. But no, I'm not. I'm not somebody who's standing on the front line to take this new male. So I'm within like the next anything. fifteen years, once okay, we're saying hypothetically, you have a child by then, uh-huh. and once he gets of age to start having 
you know, sex, mm. would you recommend, would you, like, let him consider popping a pill at that time? Because now it'll be out for a while. If every, if, listen, if everything was, was smooth, um, there were no negative side effects that were, like, crazy, sure, I probably would tell my son, like, you should should consider that because it'll be normalized at that point. Yeah. If nothing bad is going on with it, it should, it should be normalized for sure. When did your and parents have a talk with you? Talk about what? The birds and the bees. I'll, I've always known they never really like. They never sat down and had to talk. By the time we even had any type of discussion about it, I believe they just knew that I was aware. I was aware, and they knew I was aware. Uh-huh. So it was just kind of like, it was kind of like skipping over that elementary state of it. It was just like, look. You know, don't get. They already knew that I, I never had no don't get nobody pregnant talk. It was just like, they knew that I knew. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Why the fuck would I get somebody like at a young age? Why would I do something like that? Cause you're young. You don't know everything. I knew that's not something I want to do. Exactly. So but... it's not like, look, man, listen. I understand where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you know your children. You know what I mean? And sometimes you know if they got some fucking sense. Yeah. And maybe they knew I had some fucking sense. Thank God. Like, maybe they knew, like, all right, this nigga seemed kind of smart. Mm-hmm. He making good grades and shit. You know what I'm saying? He trying to do something. Maybe I don't have to tell him specifically to his face, like, you don't want to get somebody pregnant cause at 18 because it'll fuck your life up. Mm. Maybe they knew I knew that. Mm. You know what I mean? I used to read books. Remember I said I was an internet nerd. I I was I was very well aware that I didn't want to do something like that. Mm. I didn't need anybody to tell me. Like, come on, bro. I ain't need no fucking child. Like, like even, even my little sister, she's 12 years younger than me. Mm-hmm. So even, even like... Being at a certain age, and and you know, I don't I don't want to necessarily say raising, but like you know, you have those times where you know my my, my mother would need a break and she would give me give me uh, uh my sister, and it's just like bro, I already knew like I don't need to I don't need a baby. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. My sister used to cry anytime she was with somebody other than my mother. It was just really hard. And so that was nothing that need, needed to be said, stated. It was always implied. Mm-hmm. Maybe they, maybe some type of talk happened, and I'm just not remembering. But I don't think it did. But no, I would just. We didn't have a talk. Yeah, I'm a girl. So why are you, so why are you acting like. I just want to know because I wanted to know from. I wanted to know from a male perspective. Uh-huh. For me. Coming from a house full of females, mm-hmm. you know, we only had my brother and my dad in the house, but we didn't have actually have that sit down talk. Even when I went off to school, it was mainly we just my parents just straight up, you know, we old school. We like the Crosby sitting around the dinner table, and my mm-hmm. dad straight up told me like, "Hey, watch out for Mister Slickrick, you know, Mister Tall, Dark and Handsome that's gonna come and approach you and tell you all the sweet nothings, you know. But you're grown, you need to know." Literally, that was the conversation. So it's like, do I want to have that conversation? Do I want to be more in detail? Like, listen, like it. it, it but 
I can, I can, I'm just going to admit, I did not lose my virginity early. I'm not even about to go into all that. Listen, <laughs> if I have a son, listen, it's it, only hold for on, the son or daughter. It don't matter if I have a son or a daughter, mm-hmm. but like a son, because it's from my perspective, mm-hmm. I'm letting this nigga know everything. Why everything? So, I mean, because if you have the, the opportunity to skip some of the shit that I skipped because I made you aware, mm-hmm. I want you to skip it. Mm-hmm. I want you to like, but not too. No, but listen, listen, listen. You have to be aware, and yeah. and of course, there's different age, like okay. the different age ranges to where okay, I'll tell you this part, I'll tell you this part. Mm-hmm. Like maybe when you like, maybe when you like twelve to fourteen, tw- like twelve to fourteen, I'll tell you like every girl that that tell you that she like you. And you gonna be her husband or some you shit. Don't need to act on it. You don't need you don't need to be thinking that way because that's not that's not necessarily gonna be the case. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it could be, but it's not a high probability. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like somebody can feel that way about you today and feel that way about somebody else tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? Because that attraction is not based on like real rooted foundational things. It's based on really like frivolous things, right? Mm-hmm. And so then from fifteen to to 18 it's a different level now i'm telling you something different mm-hmm. like and so there's different like there's different age ranges but i'm definitely letting them know everything like everything mm-hmm. like you need to skip this shit because if you don't you know what i'm saying you're gonna go through unnecessary obstacles mm-hmm. and so for sure like i would definitely put my children on game mm-hmm. you know like, I'll put my son on game. Like, everything I needed to know that I felt like I didn't know, I'm going to let them know that. And then, like, uh, if I have a daughter, and if daughter. I have a daughter, I'm going to let her know everything from 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 my perspective when I feel like I was out here doing shit that I shouldn't have been doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell her, like, the way I was thinking. So she'll know the way that, the way that like, niggas out here thinking. Mm. Would you want that to be a solo talk? It does. It doesn't matter. Like I'm gonna say what I have to say. It doesn't matter. Mm. Yeah. So anti Plan C, but um, what's Plan C? <laughs> Mail birth control. Yeah. No. No plan. <laughs> no plan C. Mm-hmm. Talk to your kids. Yeah. You know what I mean. You definitely pro choice. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, this has been a good talk. Yeah. It was lengthy. Yeah. You know, it was. We had moments where it was kind of like, it was kind of, uh, what's the word? Dull. No, not dull. No, not dull. Where it was intense. Oh, yeah. We had moments where it was intense. Oh, yeah. Emotional this time. Moments when my eyes were watering. Yeah. Um, we had moments where we were laughing. You know, all types of things. But, man, I feel like uh, the first episode went really well. Mm-hmm. I feel like the second episode has gone well. And really, we just want to to give you all the best content that we can give you. Yes. You know, so we had a great reception to the first episode, hoping for the same thing for the second. Um, one thing that I do want to say, um, you know, if you like the content, engage with it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, comment. For sure, comment. You know what I'm saying? Give us your opinions. Yes. What did you think about the things that we talked about? Mm-hmm. Tell us the things that you want to hear us talk about. Like, give us all that type of stuff, Coming right? from the male perspective and the woman perspective. Right. So that we can give you the best content that we can give you. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, with that, you know, today's been a good episode. We talked about a lot. Yeah. We talked about a lot of things we didn't plan on talking about. I feel like we definitely overthink a lot of things. 
mm-hmm. when we talking about pre-planning. Right. Because clearly, once we get to sit down and start talking, it comes out. So You always need a plan. No. Every day. Definitely have, need to have a plan, but... Yeah, I feel you. Know. Yeah. Well, all right. You got anything else? No, that's it. That's it. That's well, episode one. This is this is the official episode. The first episode was the pilot. Uh-huh. We were trying to see if this thing could work. Yeah. We saw that it could. Yeah. This is episode one. You're tuned in with Derek and Deja. Yes. And we are signing out. Goodbye. Peace out. <laughs>